This is Chris. This is Jorge. And we're Buds, Buds of, of Faith. Faith. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to Buds of Faith. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It's been a while. I think the last time we, we got together to record was early Advent, maybe first, second week of second Advent. Second week, yeah, second week. So it's it's been a while, but we're back, and it's it's good to be here, and we've got a lot to talk about. We do. Today, we're going to be talking about joy. What? I know. Now, what is joy? I think a lot of us, when we think of joy, we think of Joy as a cinnamon cinnamon. <laughs> You're still thinking about your dessert from I Christmas, dessert. aren't you? <laughs> we think that joy is a synonym for happiness, but I think these two definitions are or this definition of joy is, is false. It's, these are two separate things. Um, one is a little bit more permanent than the other. Yeah, sure. You know, as we ended Advent and moved into Christmas, even through New Year, uh, and now in this in this final week of uh, of the Christmas season. We're kind of oriented thematically in, in liturgy, in the church, in our celebrations towards joy. And that's really why we wanted to talk about this, because it kind of recaps uh, everything that, that we've been experiencing for the last few weeks. And, and really that question that, that prompted the discussion today is as, the, as Christmas winds down, you know, un, do we understand joy? And is it something that is just temporary or is it something that's going to be uh, remaining with us is it something that's going to be lasting? Is that is it that lasting virtue uh, that's going to stay with us? You know, as we soon move into ordinary time. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but now the uh, you know all the fun stuff has has happened already, and and daily life comes back into play. Everything's normal, and so you just get back into the grind. and And the question is, does the Christmas joy that we experience is that just something that was for that time, or you know, does it? stay with us throughout our life. For sure. And, you know, it's a little sad to put away the decorations. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start doing that uh, today when I get home. You know, start taking down the lights. And, and, you know, we'll leave the Christmas tree up for a little a little bit longer. Christmas, by the way, doesn't end until January 8th. So so, so hold we on. still have a whole week to wish people Merry Christmas. But, you know, life goes on. So, so we do need to take down those decorations. We do need to put away those lights. And it's a little sad uh, to do that, you know, because it marks the end of that of that season. But, you know, Chris, as you asked, is that something that's going to remain with us or, or are we just packing it away until, until the next holiday season? So really that question, what is joy? You know, how do we understand joy as, as Christians? How do we understand joy as Catholics? Uh, you know, what is, what is joy as a virtue, not just as an emotion? I think the easiest way to, to kind of jump into that is to talk about what joy is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not that emotion. It's it's certainly marked by an emotion, uh, but there's something much deeper to it. So joy is not necessarily smiles and cheerfulness. Uh, it's not you know that emotion of you know opening a present and, and you know it's oh that's what I really wanted and, and I'm happy now. Uh, you know it's something that's that goes much much deeper into our hearts. You know through good times and bad we can be joyful and, and we're going to talk a little bit about what Pope Francis had to had to tell us about joy. I think when I think about joy, especially in the context of it being a virtue, I'm reminded also of love. We all have people in our lives that are difficult to love. And, I mean, even the people that we love the most are sometimes You're pretty difficult to love. To love I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, you know, everyone, I'm, I'm about to get married soon, so love and, and marriage is a common topic in my life now. 
But, you know, it's like, well, there's going to be times when it's hard. You know, you're going to have to make that choice. Love is not just the feeling. You know, if you're going to have a successful marriage, you have to choose to endure and to do the right thing and to do the thing that's best for you and for her. Well, especially her. But, you know, and I think joy is similar to that. You know, we're going to have challenges in our lives. We're going to have difficulties. We're going to have just, you know, life is going to happen. But are we remaining joyful or are we just allowing these sensations, these emotions to dominate who we are and, and you know, our relationship with God? Sure. You know, and, and I think we should point out that that emotion isn't a necessarily bad thing. No, not at all. You know, because that emotion does kind of indicate, uh, you know, it, it's kind of that exterior sign of, of what may be happening on the interior. Uh, so if, if you are happy, if you are a cheerful person, you know, and, and John Bosco said it, uh, one of my favorite quotes is that, you know, cheerfulness is a sure sign that you are in the hands of God. Mm. You know, so therefore you're, you're in the hands of goodness. So, so, you know, cheerfulness, happiness, uh, the emotion, not necessarily a bad thing because it could point to that deeper reality of joy. Uh, but joy, as we as we understand it, you know, as we as we look at it liturgically, as we look at it through the eyes of faith, uh, you know, even the third Sunday of of uh, Advent was Gaudete Sunday, Joy Sunday, Rejoice Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so joy plays a major role in liturgy, and even now in Christmas, you know, joy to the world. We're hearing joy in, in all the uh-huh. songs and all the music and in, in all the the Christmas messages. All about you know, even the decorations. You, you see joy with the nativity right in the right. in the O. So joy is everywhere, uh, and and we really want to talk about that so that we understand what is this really about? What is this really about? What is it not? So, you know, that emotion, obviously a good thing. We all like to be happy. I don't know a single person who doesn't like to be happy. Uh, so, But is that is that just on the surface, or is it something much deeper that's going to abide with us? And That's a good question. <laughs> so today's... The meat of our topic is going to be coming from Pope Francis's apostolic exhortation that he wrote in 2013 called Evangelii Gaudium, which means the joy of the gospel. Side note, if you haven't read it, it's a fantastic read. It's a very easy read for mm-hmm. a church document. Pope Francis, just his style is very friendly, very, very easy to get through. Uh, so highly, highly, highly encouraged. Uh, pick that up. Take a, take a look through because it's just, it's just so good. Yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It's. I remember the first time I was doing kind of, when I was a missionary, we did uh, kind of a morning reflection, and we read some excerpts from it, and I just remember reading it, and I was like, oh my gosh. It, it was something like, you know, talking about your encounter with Christ, and then, you know, seeing seeing that in other people, and how, you know, it was like the selfish person does this, but like the, you know, the Christian does this, and For I was sure. like, oh my gosh, I'm not that person, <laughs> but, you know, it's really convicting, it's really powerful. Definitely, and I, and I don't recommend reading it with a highlighter, you know, because you're just going to end up highlighting the whole thing, right? It's, <laughs> it's just one of those kind of reads, um, but, you know, right, right from the very beginning, uh, he's talking about, obviously, joy, right in the title, the joy of the gospel, and... And Chris, as you mentioned, he's going to talk about this encounter with Christ. And that's really the, you know, we, we say the Eucharist is the source and summit of our Christian life. And, and this encounter with Jesus is the source and summit of joy. You know, yep. it, it's it's the it's what has planted the seeds of joy in our life. It, it's what has nourished joy in our life. And, and it's ultimately where, where our joy is pointing is right back to that encounter. And really that very first line of that ex- apostolic exhortation uh, which I'll read here, and then we'll just launch right into it. You know, Pope Francis writes, The joy of the gospel fills the hearts and lives of all who encounter Jesus. 
Those who accept his offer of salvation are set free from sin, sorrow, inner emptiness, and lowliness. With Christ, joy is constantly born anew. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> have you um have you ever seen the movie Risen? No. Do you remember the, the, it was the, the new one? Yeah, it came out a couple years ago. Yeah. It was it follows the the life of a a Roman soldier who's looking at, to find Jesus after he's resurrected. No, basically. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it took me a little while, but I finally saw it. And <clears throat> there's one scene that just that sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, and this quote reminds me of it. I think it's it's after, so they find the apostles. I think it's um, Andrew or you know one of the apostles. And they bring him in and these questions. You got 12 options. I know. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) the odds are in my favor. But uh, so they take him in and they're like, you know, what are you doing? Like, what is going on? And he's just like laughing the whole time. He's just like exuding this joy. And it's, it's, it's kind of weird because he seems kind of crazy, but at the same time, like that's exactly what Pope Francis is talking about. This incredible encounter, this life changing experience is there that gives us this joy, you know? And that's, that's where the root of it all comes from. For sure, you know, and I love how he ended that. Right? You know, with Christ, joy is constantly born anew. You know, we and we talk about our Christmas celebrations. Uh, you know, we, and we can get off into a tangent here, but we're we're trying not to. Uh, <laughs> not yeah, and and Christmas becomes. You know, I think there was actually a study where where people were asked, you know, what is Christmas about, and they said, oh, it's about being with family and friends. You know, it had nothing to do with what Christmas is actually about literally comes from uh, you know, and it's this concept you know even now 2000 years later after after the Christ event after Jesus was born uh, that he continues to be born uh, and it's not just on December 25th but as Pope Francis beautifully says there you know with Christ joy is constantly born anew in all those who have that encounter so it, it's an every day it's an every moment type of thing for us you know and, and when we've had that encounter there's no turning back once you've had that encounter, it's going to change your life. And if if you don't understand what you're talking about right now, you probably haven't had the encounter at that at that level. But once it's there, it's it's undoubtable. It's going to overpower everything else in your life, and and your life just becomes all about that coming from that and pointing right back to it. Yeah, and I think that that really uh, is a good segue into. We have a second quote here. It says. I invite all Christians everywhere at this moment to renew to a renewed personal encounter with Jesus Christ, or at least an openness to letting him encounter them. I ask all of you to do this in unfailingly, unfailingly each day. No one should think that this invitation is not meant for him or her, since no one is excluded from the joy brought by the Lord. The Lord does not disappoint those who take this risk. Whenever we take a step towards Jesus, we come to realize that he is ready there waiting for us with open arms. So I think just talking about that encounter, I mean, obviously we encounter Christ in different ways in different capacities throughout time. Sure. Um, but the, the, the reality is that he is there regardless and that that encounter is always, that encounter is always possible. So even if, you know, we choose one day, it's like, you know what, like I'm just having a bad day. I'm not about it, Jesus. You know, like we can even just pray for the desire to, to want to have that encounter. You know, it's something that, will radically change us um, and the person of Christ is there waiting for us. Absolutely. And, and, and when we think of those encounters, you know, we, we think of St. Paul, like, you know, riding on his horse and, and he encounters Jesus and falls off the horse. And, you know, it's this big, 
big explosion in his life and and radically changes him and and you know sometimes it is something big like that uh, but sometimes it's it's very soft and very simple you know what comes to mind i had i had this beautiful experience when when i was in seminary i went home i would go home for the weekends and i went home this one particular weekend and the family was was all fighting with each other about you know god knows what at this point <laughs> uh, but it was not a very pleasant visit home you know and and there were choice words for everybody involved and you know it, it was just very unpleasant sure. you know and not what i expected at all for for a weekend visit back to to my house to to be with my family and when i got back to the seminary you know i just wanted to let that all go you know i didn't want to bring that with me into the into the new week um so i just went to the chapel and i sat there literally the last pew you know, i had i had really no desire uh to to be in the chapel at that time but i said well you know let me before i go in and be with my brothers in the in the community hall you know let me just go and and whatever i'll just leave it here in the chapel and and on we go with the rest of the week and i just i sat there and i just said you know jesus what what we what i just experienced at home is was not very fun uh, and i don't want to have that dragging me down this week uh, so you know just take it from me you know i'm i'm going to leave it here and and i'm going to go out and and hopefully i can forget about it this week and you know as i got up from that chapel and, and i walked out just i just felt it you know yeah. i felt changed you know it wasn't just like that emotion of like okay i'm just unloading and now i'm going to forget about it you know but it was deep it was deep and and i went in angry and upset and disappointed and i walked out joyful mm-hmm. you know i walked out changed uh, because of that encounter and it wasn't you know he didn't speak to me he didn't he didn't come <laughs> down <an> <laughs> he didn't descend on a cloud you know and 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 bathe me in light it was just this very intimate encounter with jesus christ and and you know it's, it's just one of the one of the several instances that came immediately to mind as i think of that um you know as i think back and and listen to and read what pope francis wrote there you know all we have to do is is be willing to take that step uh and jesus is already waiting a, a beautiful image there uh, you know sometimes it's so hard for us to take that step because maybe we're afraid like i'm going to take this step and and maybe he's not there and and pope francis assures us and and christ himself assures us all the time you know he's there with us every moment all the time arms wide open ready to take us back yeah there's there's no question you know and i love it at the end of the quote like he says um, the lord does not disappoint the disappoint those who take this risk whenever we take a step towards jesus we come to realize that he is already there waiting for us with open arms so it's really just like you know you've got nothing to lose absolutely just go for it and um you know this and this this final point and kind of segueing with with my little story there is again to to counterbalance this image of joy as a virtue versus happiness or cheerfulness as an emotion is that we can experience joy at in all phases of life yeah, and we don't have to it's not the bells and the whistles and the pretty decorations and the and the fun music and the smile on our face uh sure sure those things point to joy but we can still be joyful in times of sorrow right which which kind of sounds contradictory but if you really think about it if we're thinking about this encounter with Christ right. you know we can encounter Christ in pain we can encounter Christ in difficulty we can encounter Christ in heartbreak because that's life you know life is never going to be you know cheerful and happy all the time and and pope francis again he writes you know joy is not expressed the same way at all times in life especially at moments of great difficulty 
Joy adapts and changes, but it always endures, even as a flicker of light, born of our personal certainty that when everything is said and done, we are infinitely loved. Sometimes we're tempted to find excuses and complain, acting as if we could only be happy if a thousand conditions were met. So again, this, this beautiful image that joy is always there for the taking, regardless of what we're experiencing, regardless of what we're going through. You know, in this podcast, we, we try to bring it down to our everyday Catholic living. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what this is telling us. You know, it doesn't matter what we're going through today yeah. or tomorrow. You know, we could have just had the worst fight of our life or, or we could just be on a, you know, Chris, you're going to be on a high for a few weeks now <laughs> with, with your wedding. Yeah. Um, and, and that same joy, that same encounter with Christ is available for all of us at all times, regardless of what our particular circumstance is. Yeah, and I think it's um, it's interesting and important to emphasize too. You know, this this isn't joy is not. You know, we've talked about happiness being an emotion, a sensation, and and in talking about encounters too, we we mentioned this sensation, this experience. But think about it this way: it's not just a well, well, when you know, you know kind of thing. It's it's deeper than that because we're talking about Jesus, who is not a concept, who is not a philosophy. Jesus is a person, and as Christians, we actually believe that Jesus, the person, just like Jorge and I are here talking with each other, Jesus is is available, not always visible. <laughs> <laughs> He's available. He is there. He exists so that we can have a connection with him. So this encounter is is for us, even on a basic level, like celebrities, you know, when you see someone that you know, you look up to, you know, a famous person on the street or something, you get excited, right? Your, your heart starts racing, <laughs> yeah. your palms get sweaty. <laughs> He's coming. He's Jesus coming to him. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, that same experience is, you know, in a silly way, kind of kind of like our experience with Christ. You know, we, we see this this person who has done so much and who, you know, is God. And beyond just, you know, like his deeds, he is an incredible being. And so that being is what we encounter and what we experience and allows us to have this joy. And I wouldn't say that's silly at all, Chris. You no. know, <laughs> it, I, I wish we would get this excited about that encounter with Christ, you know, because... Yeah. And I've done it, you know, we, we see, a, like you said, we see a famous person or, or just someone we admire and and we get a little nervous, like, oh, what am I going to say? And, Is he going to look at me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and I had a similar experience with, with the Pope, you know, at World Youth Day, okay. you know, we, we were there super early for one of the events and, and we got a, a, a spot right along the rail. Uh, so for hours and hours of anticipation, it's just like, oh, is he going to drive by here? Is he going to be coming from the left or is he going to be coming from the right? You know, and then we finally, you know, he drove by and, and we we're, you know, probably as far apart as we are right now, just a, a few feet away from each other. Um, you know, just the emotion of that moment. And and yes, he's the vicar of Christ. Uh, but but it was still like that emotion for the Pope, you know, and not necessarily you know, for Jesus, you know, cause it was the, the whole, you know, getting caught up in, this is the celebrity person of the Pope, you know, yeah. Pope Francis in particular. Um, yeah, but, but we can have that experience every time we walk by a church, you know, every time we walk by a chapel, you know, and, and I've told you before, my office, our office, it literally butts up right against our office, our chapel here yeah. in, the, in the parish center. And we have blessed sacrament exposed every morning, nine to 12. Uh, and, you know, how often or not you know, do I take the time to go in there and have that very real, you know, flesh encounter with Jesus Christ? And, and sadly, I don't do it as much no. as, as I wish. Uh, but, you know, I get it. I get caught up for 
for a celebrity. I get caught up for a famous person. I get caught up for the Pope. Uh, but Jesus Christ, who is, you know, 10 steps away from my desk, you know, I sadly don't get as excited as, as I wish I did, you know, but, but that it's available, that encounter is there and that, and it's not silly, you know, it's very, very real and very, very possible. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) definitely. So as we wrap things up, we wanted to give you two little analogies, um, talking about joy. So we have two descriptions one is spelling out the word joy and i think this is, i don't know if it actually came from her but it's popularly popularly attributed to mother Teresa. Oh. Uh, so it's the j-o-y which would stand for jesus others and you and, and sometimes people uh you know i've heard it jesus first then others second and then lastly you uh, and I'm not a big fan of that interpretation of yeah, it, because yeah. as we've spoken about before in, in a previous podcast, you know, that, that dignity and self-respect doesn't just always necessarily mean, you know, beating ourselves down. Um, so I like to think of it as Jesus, others, and you together. You know, and that's when, when we can put those three in, in proper perspective, you know, all together, Jesus, others, and you all at the same level, uh, that's joy. That's joy. When, when we're all on the same playing field, uh, you know, all sharing together, Jesus, others, and you, J-O-Y. The second one is J-0-Y. Like the number? Like the number hey. zero. <laughs> so this one means Jesus zero or nothingness and you. So nothing between you and Jesus. There's no, you know, doubts, no fears, no nothing. I like your story where you went after your rough weekend and you laid everything down in the chapel in front of him. You know, you didn't keep anything from him. Even it was bad stuff. You gave him the bad stuff. Sure. You know, but that's that's what he wants. He wants that, you know, true experience that you have. And so we, we don't keep anything from him. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything is there. And I'd say that's that's kind of a requirement for true encounter. Of course. Uh, you know, because, you know, otherwise it's just a facade. You know, and and this is what drives me crazy about social media, by the way. You know, we, <laughs> oh we present God. our best selves all the time. and we always look good in photos you know, all the time. And Every the food is, is always perfectly mm-hmm. done and we don't make any mistakes and the house is always neatly picked up. Uh, but true encounter means, you know, being vulnerable, saying I'm not perfect. You know, I, I do have a... A, a bad temper. I, I do yell at people. I, I do get upset and, and say things that I shouldn't. Uh, and, and, you know, you can't really know someone until you see all of them, until you get to know their entire person. So not just the good stuff, as you said, but, but everything. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. Jesus wants it all. And he's asking for it all because he wants to take all of that and transform it. So as Christmas winds down, you know, we're going to be transitioning to ordinary time just for a few weeks before we turn the the calendar to Lent, shockingly enough, uh, that's coming up quickly, but we do get a few weeks of ordinary time. Uh, So that the challenge question this week, you know, as Christmas winds down, as we take down those lights, put away those decorations, are we putting away our joy with it or are we going to let that joy be born and grow and nourish it in our hearts moving forward? Great question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. We hope you have a wonderful new year. You're in our prayers. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. God bless everyone.
Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Buds of Faith. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at podcast at cotlf.org or visit our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram page at cotlf. This has been a recording of Buds of Faith. Trademark pending. Church of Little Flower in the City Beautiful, Coral Gables, Florida. All rights reserved. God bless you. Yo. <laughs>